Welcome to the First Apostolic Church Podcast. Our church mission is to love as God loves, showing compassion to every soul, thus winning those souls and equipping them to be sent out to plant and to harvest. Thank you for joining us today, and we hope that you are blessed by today's podcast. Lord, to encourage, to strengthen you. Psalms 37, one of my texts this morning, I got two texts. Psalms 37 and verse number 5. Amen. It says this. Commit thy way. Everybody said thy way. Unto the Lord. Trust also in him. And he shall bring it to pass. And I'm going to turn to Proverbs chapter number 16 in your hearing. Read one verse of scripture there. Proverbs 16 and verse number 3, and it reads like this. Commit thy works, everybody said works, unto the Lord, and thy thoughts shall be established. Heavenly Father, I thank you for your word. Oh, Jesus, I thank you for the feeling that I feel in here right now, God. Lord, asking you, God, for your anointing your presence, God, to fill this sanctuary. Lord, fill the minds of your people this morning, God, to encourage, to strengthen, God, to help them today, Lord. Let me be a mouthpiece, God, for you and speak, Lord, what you have me to speak this morning. Oh, in Jesus' name I pray it. In your holy name. Hallelujah. Amen and amen. You can be seated. Amen. As soon as I speak this first word, somebody's going to be smiling, but I'm going to preach on this subject, committing our way and our works. And Sister Sarah, I'm not preaching to you this morning. We've got a little joke from way back about the C words, and I think this is probably one of her favorites. Amen. But after, after teasing her all of these years on the sea words, the Lord got a hold of me a while back. And uh, I want you to know, Sister Sarah, that it's not you only that's not committed. I am not committed in every way, and neither is anybody else in this house. As I began to study, God began to get a hold of my heart. And if I were asked you this morning, how many of you are committed to the Lord? Most of you would probably raise your hands that you're committed to the Lord. But as I began to study this out, I have decided that I am not sure that any of us could really make that statement. Commitment to God goes a lot farther than I am but Bishop I can't believe you'd say that but I want to tell you honey you are not there yet either so you and I need to quit pointing fingers and look at ourselves in the mirror this morning for commitment goes farther than we even like to realize There are two things 
in all of the Bible, and I've checked it out, there is only two things in the Bible that we are taught to commit unto the Lord, and one of them is our way. Everybody said our way. And you notice that that is not S on that. It is the way. Because there is only one way. Jesus said, I am the truth and the life and the way. There's only one way. And then he said in Proverbs 16 and 3, I want you to commit your works. There is more than one works, but there is only one way. Only one right way. Can everybody say amen? amen. Hallelujah. I want you to know that the Lord cannot bring things to pass in your life until you have first committed them to him. He cannot bring anything to pass in your life until you first committed them to him. Let me bring you to a quick reality check. Even though you are headed down the right path, come on, there will always be obstacles in the way. Come on. The right way has obstacles in it. There is things in the way, and it is not a perfect way. It only becomes better as you remove one thing at a time out of the way, on your way to heaven, headed to that perfect place. It is, let me say, that you are headed to where perfection is. But perfection is not until you get there. You and I will never be perfect as long as we live in this body because this body is sin, the Bible says. It is imperfect as can be, praise the Lord. But as I remove things on my way, perfect as I am headed down the right path, as I remove one thing at a time, it becomes a better way. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, and we've all got our things to remove, the obstacles that are in the way. And then, you know, and, and, and I can think back, and Cain would say, am I my brother's keeper? And I want to say to you this morning, yes, I am my brother's keeper. And yes, you are your brother's keeper. There is often a question in people's mind, how do I know that I'm on the right path? Well, let me give you an answer in Proverbs 4, verse 18 and 19. But the path of the just is a shining light that shineth more and more unto a perfect day. Verse 19, the way of the wicked is as darkness. They know not what they stumble. Come on, church. Every time we move something out of the way, it becomes a more perfect way. Hallelujah. We gain perfection, can I say, as we walk through the obstacles of life and, and all of the trash that's in our way as we meander our way. Come on, down the road that leads to the right way. Come on. We got to move things out of the way, and I'm not going to do that because I'm leaving that for later. But I'm going to tell you, there are some things that you and I need to move out of the way. I've not made it yet. Come on, church. And you have not made it yet. We are on our way, but we're not perfect yet. There's still some things uh, that's in our way that must be moved out of the way. 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Every time you move an obstacle out of the way, the path becomes brighter. Hallelujah. The path of the just is as a shining light. And it shines more and more unto a perfect day. Come on. It becomes better as we walk and as we move things out of the way. It becomes better. Hallelujah. Our most important business in life is composing and settling our minds. That's where it all starts is right here. We, the, the, we need to make this our business. Come on. If we can settle our minds and get our minds right, church, we'll be all right. I want to, the word commitment, the word commit means to place in trust or custody. It means to consign or to devote or to pledge. Oh, glory. We have, a lot of us have made pledges and broke them. In fact, almost every year at the first part of the year, we make a New Year's resolution, we call it. And, and we're going to do so-and-so this year. And I have seen, and we have started out, and, and we're going to do it. You know, we are going to do it. But as time grows on, obstacles get in our way. Come on. It's not that we didn't have full intentions of doing what we said we would, but as we walk down through life, some things get in our path and some things that we think we can overcome, but we somehow cannot seem to, to overcome those things that are in our way. And, and we fall short of our consignment of what we said we would do, church. Hallelujah. Let me show you something. In Psalms 37 and 5, the word commit there means to roll my way upon the Lord. Roll my way upon the Lord. Hallelujah. We need to not let it be our way anymore, but we need to roll our way upon the Lord and let him carry us. Come on. If I let him carry the load, it isn't heavy. My yoke is easy. He said, my burden is light. Come on. It's something that we got to roll upon the Lord. Let me somehow give you a perfect rendition of commitment. In Ruth chapter 1, verse 16, 17. I believe pastor even referred to it on a Wednesday night. And Ruth said, entreat me now not to leave thee or to return from following after thee. Talking about her mother-in-law, Naomi. For whether thou goest, I will go. And where thou lodgest, I will lodge. Thy people shall be my people. And thy God, my God. Ho, ho. Where thou diest, I will die, and there will I be buried. The Lord do so to me, and more also, if aught but death part me and thee. Come on, church. I'm talking about commitment. Come on, if you're going to follow him all the way, let me tell you, there is always going to be obstacles in the way that's going to try to slow you down. 
The enemy does not want you to make it. He is here to impede the progress of the church, and you are a part of the church. So if he can somehow slow you down, let me tell you it affects me and it affects everybody else in the church. When a person is slowed down in the church, it affects the church. That's why we need to be in unity. That's why we need to come together in one mind and one accord. It's because we need to be together. We are our brother's keeper. Glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now let's, let's take on the subject of the way. Amen. We had read in Psalms 37 and 5, and I'm relating back to that. The way is a trodden road or a path. It is a chorus of life. Glory. Now I know you can start in life and you can change your way. There is only two ways. It's either right or it's wrong. So you don't really have to question too much if you're on the right way or not. You can see it pretty quickly. It shows up. Hallelujah. It, it is a direction. And let me tell you, a way, a path leaves a distinct mark. If it's a path, it's been trodden and you can see it. It's not something that's hidden. Come on now. Stay with me a little while. It is a course of nature. Nature likes to have its way in the path, the way in the path. It is modes of human and divine conduct. It's how we act. Come on now. It is attitude. Well, we could work on that a while. Nobody's got attitudes around here, right? But I could hold a mirror up in front of every one of you and we find out we've all got them. I've got them, you've got them, we all got them. It's an attitude. It, you do, you, there's mornings you wake up, but you're not all peachy. Huh? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I got a smile on my face, but you'd be surprised how quick that smile can come off of there. Just ask Sister McGee. She's been around for 48 years plus. Come on, church. I'm talking about a way, but it's not always the right way. There are obstacles in the way. We're, we're going in the right direction, but there's things that get in our way. Yes. Oh, hallelujah. It is habit. Oh, man, I could stop there and work on that a while. Not all of our habits are good. They need to be moved out of the way. Come on. I said our habits, some of them need to be moved out of the way. There's good habits and there's bad habits. Oh, hallelujah. Then there is customs. It's how we walk. It's the, just the normal way, you know. It's our custom. It's, yeah, come on, you know about that. It's our undertaking. It's, uh, it's, it's our work. It's what we've planned to do. It's our undertaking. It's our plan. It's our purpose. And in fact, a lot of people use it, likes to use this word when they're not doing right. They said it's our fate. I was just bound to do this. No, you wasn't. You have done it because you've succumbed to it. You've let the obstacles in life take over where you're headed. Come on. 
There is too many people that's walking down this road and they're headed in the right direction, but they get tired of moving obstacles. So they say, there's no use. We'll turn around and go back. I'm going to tell you, let me tell you right now, preach to you this morning. I don't care which road you head down. There's obstacles in the way. When you go down the wrong path, you might as well head in the right direction, do the right thing, live the right way. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Joshua 1 and 3 says, Every place that the sole of your foot shall tread upon, that have I given unto you, as I said unto Moses. I want you to know this morning, so we are claiming territory as we walk our path. Come on, I said we are claiming territory as we walk our path. Every place that you set your foot, come on, you have taken territorial claims. Come on, I pastor even spoke it back a few weeks ago. Abraham, I've given all this ground to you. I just want you to walk up and down it. Come on. In other words, if you've walked up and down, you're claiming it. Come on. I'm putting claims on my ground when I'm walking up and down and through the earth. Hey, why do you think Satan said I'm walking to and fro? He was trying to claim ground. And the Lord said, I'll give you my servant Job and you can walk all the ground you want, but it's not going to change. Come on. Hallelujah. Job's already walked that ground. He's already claimed it. And you can do all you want to, Satan. But I want you to know, he's going to stand his ground. Oh, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Glory. Hallelujah. We're committing our way and our works. Hallelujah. If you don't get the way right, you're never going to have the works right. So first, we got to commit our way. Hallelujah. we got to put our foot down on some ground. We've got to tread on some things. Hallelujah. <laughs> oh, if you don't claim it, honey, if you don't claim what you're walking on, the devil will pull it right out from under you. Come on. He'll, he'll take back ground. How many, anybody ever had the devil to take back some of the ground that you took? The song says, I'm going to take back what he stole from me. It's not his. It never was his. None of it was his. He can't, he can't take ground. It's not his to begin with. But he's got a path. And if he can get you to head down that path, he's done, he's done headed you in the wrong direction. And it's a lot harder once you start down that path to get on the right path. I'm going to, I'm going to say this. This may not set well, but I'm going to tell you. Every time you lose your way and head down the other path, every time you do that, it takes longer to get back. And so, now I'm going to say this. There has been people that have walked that right path and they've headed down the other path and they'll say, you know, I will, I'll get back. 
You know, you keep saying, hey, I'm worried about you. I'm praying about you. Hey, I'll get back. You don't have no guarantee of that. You don't know that. There's been a lot of people, Brother Terry, that said, I'll make it back. I'll be all right. I'm going to, I'm telling you, before I die, I'm going to make it back. Are you? you? There's no guarantee of you ever making it back. You don't have a promise that you can make it back. Come on. Nobody, the Lord don't say, I'm going to wait on you to get back. Come on. Oh, glory. When you claim that ground and you give it up, you're going to have to pay double for it the second time around and three times more the third time around. Church, you better hold on to your heritage. You better hold on to your inheritance. You may not have another chance. Glory. It's my way and my works. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm claiming territory as I'm walking. My path is getting brighter as I walk. But let me ask you, what kind of territory are you taking? Wherever you place your foot is inheritance. Everybody said inheritance. But I want you to remember this. It's either good or bad. There's no other, there's not a middle of the road. It's either good, honey, or it's bad. Now, I'm going to tell you, every time, every time you take a step, you are taking control of something. Oh. Now, can I tell you that now you are in control of something? Now, when I ask you the question, is it good or is it bad? Is your way good or is it the wrong way? <laughs> there's too many people that get scared. They've started down the right path. And they get back and they take a look. They know where they're headed. Come on, let's, let's, just, tell you, let's just pretend that that way is heaven, okay? It's toward the altar, so I, I think that ought to be right. But there's people that gets in this walk with God and, and they think, my goodness, look at all this. What a mess. But I want you to know, and, and I didn't set up one because I didn't have room, and besides, I didn't have the time, but I could have set up another path right over here. And let me tell you, this way be a lot more cluttered than that way. In fact, this way is, is so full that people is kind of pushing, trying to get through to get down, and it's crowded. Come on, I'm not telling you. The, the way is crowded. The, the bad way, the wrong way is crowded. But the Bible said few there be that find this because they take one look and say, look at all this junk. But they don't understand that what they're doing, they're pushing against everything to get there over here. Come on now. Isn't it a sad thing that people have to push their way through, Brother Terry, to get to hell? All they got to do is get caught up, brother, sister Craig, in all the crowd. And you don't have to worry about where you're headed because you're on the road and everybody else pushing and shoving. And you're going whether you want to or not because you're headed down the wrong path. And it's a crowded way. Come on. Many there be that find that way. But there's just a few that find this way. I'll tell you, it may be a lonely road. But I'm going to tell you, it's going to be worth it all. Come on. The, the song says it'll be worth every mile of the trip. Come on, hallelujah. You may have obstacles to move out of the way, but it's going to be worth it. Come on, in the end, it's going to be rejoicing. But on the other side, it's going to be doomsday, honey. It's going to be crying and gnashing of teeth. Uh, people are going to be crying to die and can't. 
Is that the word of God? Hallelujah. Now let me go to the other side of the fence. Let's go to the work side. Proverbs 16.3. I want you to get this in your mind real good. If you have to write it down, that's all right. Works are what you have to do and cannot set forth as a burden. I said works is what you have to do and you can't set forth as a burden. The Lord's not going to carry your works. He's not going to do what you can do. The Lord <laughs> will not carry your works. He'll carry your burden, but he won't carry your works. See, the Lord will do what you cannot do. But he won't do what you can do. There is too many people that get this all mixed up and they think, well, he's going to make my works all right. No, you're going to have to make your works all right. He'll carry your burden for you, honey. If you're carrying a heavy burden, he said, roll that on me, but you do your own works. Come on, it's up to you that your works is good. You either make it good or bad. I'm not going to take care of that for you. I'll carry your burden for you, but I'm not going to do your works for you. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, glory. See, we get it all messed up. And we think in our works, God, why in the world aren't you helping me? And I could just, if I, if I could put my place in the, in the Lord's place this morning, I feel like Brother McGee, he's saying, hey, I'm carrying your word. I'm carrying your, your burden. What else you want me to do? Come on, I've got the heavy part. Come on, you don't have, all you got to do is do the works right. Come on. All you got to do is do the job. I'm carrying your burden. What more you want? I'm carrying the burden of the works. I'm not carrying your work, but I'm carrying the burden of the works. But you have to, you're, it's up to you to do your own work. That's what's wrong with the workplace today. There's people that work in, they don't come in, they don't want to do their part of the work. Brother Mason, they said, well, if I don't do it, so-and-so will. But one of these days, that's going to catch up, and Brother Mason will catch you, and he'll say, out. No job. If you're not going to do the work, then you don't deserve the pay. You know what it is? There, there, is, there is a stigma in our world today that if I'm going to work, I need to get paid. In fact, let me go a little farther. There is another stigma in the world today that says, I ain't going to work and I deserve pay. This is the world that we live in today. But I'm going to tell you, honey, you'll never get any place without doing some work. Come on, it's appointed to man to work. From the very Garden of Eden, he said, you're going to work with a sweat of your brow. You're going to work. I'm telling you, you are going to work. There is works that all of us must do. And if you're going to make it to heaven, it's the same way. You're going to do some works or you're not going to make it. Nobody's going to push you. Nobody's going to shove you. Nobody's going to pull you. It's up to you whether you make it or not. The works are yours. I know. Oh, Lord. This is not popular preaching. But Sister Sarah, you'll say, I have, I'm not preaching to you. 
But I did think about it when this subject come to mind. I thought, oh boy, I'll get crucified now. She'll say, he's preaching at me, but no, I'm not. That C word is for me and it's for you and it's for all of us. Because I'm telling you, I've not committed everything yet. I'm headed down the right path, but I still got some things in my way. There's still some obstacles that I've got to move out of the way. It's my works. I've got a way, but I've got to do the works. Hallelujah. What's laying in my path is works. Oh, yeah. Somebody say amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. See, works are actions, good or bad. It's what you do. Works is what you accomplish. It's the advancement. It's the exercise. It's the finish. Everybody loves to see a finished product. At the end of the day, you're glad to see the end of the day. You're ready to go home. You're ready to rest because you have advanced. Come on. You have accomplished something. You have finished something. Works is fulfilling. It is, it is what you furnish. You've got to furnish something in this. You don't go to heaven and not furnish anything. I might as well get, I'm, it's because almost every time someplace during the message I get off into my, I might as well go off in my little tangent so y'all also know I'm still me. We got to furnish some worship. We got to furnish praise. Come on. Praise the Lord. Everything that hath breath, praise the Lord. That don't leave any of us in here without we've got to we everybody in here is doomed to praise god we must we are commanded to praise god if you've got if you're getting here and you're breathing and you are because i don't see no ambulance or nothing backed up or the hearse is not at the door so if you're breathing this morning you are commanded to give him praise 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 come on praise oh. yes sir 20 plus years and I'm still on the tangent. Praise! I get tired of a church that sounds like... Yeah, just what I said. Quiet. There's nothing going on. I'm in the house of God. Everything ought to be gone. We're doing works. We're moving things aside. Come on, honey. If you're going to move something, you need to make some noise. Grunt or do something, but make some noise. Praise. Oh, Jesus. Hallelujah. It's furnish something. It's gather something. It's to grant or to hinder. There are some people that would put more work forth hindering something than they would to do something. They work harder staying out of work, and they do work itself. Hallelujah. Oh, I've got my, I'm not looking. And then there's the journey. Are you going any place? Are you gaining any ground? Are you moving at all? Are you giving a sacrifice? Come on, I'm talking about works. Works of sacrificing. Come on now. We need to. Oh, we give a sacrifice of praise. 
Come on, it's a sacrifice. It's not easy, but I'm going to do it. You've got to do some works, church. You've got to move some things out of the way. Come on, you have got a job to do. The way is God, but the works are yours. Hallelujah. It's energy put forth. That's works. I'll get down on this side of the fence that a lot of people like now, so we'll just do it this way, that maybe all of you will want to do something. You're burning calories. Did you know I'm going to... Y'all are going to feel good now. Ladies, you're going to love it. Did you know that every time you smile... Statistics say you burn three calories. Put a smile on your face. I wonder what it'd be if you'd really get in a hall all laughing. Sister Bonnie, she loved to laugh in the spirit. Brother Ronnie Peterson, when she got started, you could just bet in five minutes' time he's going to be doing the same thing. And one of them has gone on to be with the Lord and the other and has found that other path again and that worries me. How many has found that other path and it's going to be harder, Brother Terry, to work theirself back? It's not an easy way to get back. Come on. It's harder than it was to go the other way. It's easy to go the other way, but it's hard to come back. Oh, glory. I'm trying, y'all. Glory. Hallelujah. You're burning calories. Somebody said you're burning calories. Look at your neighbors and smile and say, I'm burning calories. Yeah. Who are you affecting? And how are you affecting them? Who are you affecting and how are you affecting them, good or bad? And I want to ask this question. Are you working for God or self? You know what? I'm going to say this because I've seen this happen so many times and it seems like it happens in gospel singing more than any other place. I have seen people that headed down the right path, Brother Mason. But obstacles become in their way. Money and things began to take place of what they were doing it for in the beginning they'll all tell you we're doing it for souls but the next thing I see they quit doing it for souls and they're doing it for bucks they've lost their way come on some things have got in their way and their works turn sour We must commit our works to the Lord for our thoughts to be established. We must commit our works to the Lord for our thoughts to be established. If you don't have a made-up mind when you begin to look at all of this, you'll never make it. Come on. If you was expecting an easy road, you're headed down the wrong road. But I'm going to tell you, if you go down the other road, it isn't going to be easy either. I watched them on Black Friday. I, I seen it on TV, and I seen people get trampled. And I got yeah, I probably had a daughter out there, probably hard telling who else out there. Probably even Dale out there with them, trying to drag them through the crowd. 
bless his heart. Send him a sympathy card later. Man, you know what? People, I, I went one time. My, you might know it. My eldest daughter talked me into it back a few years ago. She just made me believe that there was a computer on sale, a laptop, amen, at Walmart, and Daddy, you can have one of them. You can go Black Friday shopping with me. Well, honey, I mean, it was like, uh, we would, hey, we was, we was headed to Princeton. Everybody on the road was, shoo, passing us. I don't know where the cops were. They was probably Black Friday shopping. And they's all headed, zooming past us. I thought, what is wrong this morning? Man, we're driving over the speed limit, and here they go. Man, we got over there, and all I could see was cars. Park way out there. You know where Burger King is, out the highway, the bank. We had to park out way out there, and I see these people parking, and here they go. I said, what in the world are these people doing? Well, Dad, they're going to get in there and get in line. Well, I said, well, I'll be if I'm going to run myself to death to get in there and get trampled on. I got in the door and it's like. By the time I got back where the computers were, I thought, is this the line? He said, is this the line? So we handed them out at midnight. Well, you dirty crooks, you. They weren't going to open till, it wasn't going to start till five or six in the morning. They'd already handed out the tickets. Well, they're a bunch of crooks. They got me in there for the five o'clock special and give them away at 12 o'clock. I decided right then it's not worth it. Black Friday, I'm just going to lay in until it becomes bright Friday. Come on, church. Now, she led me down that way, but the works was mine. And so, so from now on, I'm not going down that path. It isn't worth it. You can get trampled on. You can get hurt. They have to take you to the hospital. The police is that I would have to show up because somebody's liable to bust you in the jaw. And you'll want to bust them back because you're plumb out of Kelder. But then, use all you see obstacles in your way, and I'm going to get there no matter what. I would to God that somebody in the church would get that attitude that I'm going to get there no matter what, no matter what I've got to push through, no matter what I've got to lift, no matter what I've got to move out of the way, I'm going to walk with Jesus. I'm going to make it to heaven no matter what. Glory. Hallelujah. I want, you, I want to ask you a question. What kind of behavior are you causing in others? Bless God, I don't see one of my kids. What kind of behavior are you causing in them? Bless God, I just don't understand why my kids. Well, they've probably seen something. The reason they're doing what they're doing, they've probably seen something about it at home. I 
know this, this is pretty hard, you know, because it's on our shoulders. But, you know, the way, the way our kids do is from what they've seen. Well, bless God, I showed them right. Yeah, I showed them right too. But maybe I could have helped move some of them obstacles out of the way a little bit. I might have talked them into doing it. Move it out of the way. Come on, don't. Come on, keep and encourage them. Come on, church. Part of the reasons our children are where they're at is because of us. This generation where they're at is because of parents. Come on now. I'm sorry, but we have lost the concept of the rod. Nobody knows what the rod is anymore. But I'm going to tell you, my kids knew what the belt was. And they knew daddy knew how to use it. I used it in extreme cases. Otherwise, it was the old hand right on the bottom. I didn't hit them in the face. I didn't do none of that junk. But I'm going to tell you, their bottom is going to be red if they done it wrong. That's why Brother Paul Jr. is such a good boy. I don't ever, ever have to remember laying a hand on him, Sister McGee, after he received the Holy Ghost. It changed him. But mom and daddy's bride of iron. Come on. And Jesus doing what he... Hey, I had to do the works. Jesus carried my burden. <laughs> but he wasn't going to spank him for me. I had to do that myself. There's too many... Come on. There's too many parents that look at the children and say, Bless God, I want them to love me. Well, they'll love you a lot more if you'll paddle their rear. Come on. That's love. That's showing love. When Jesus paddles your rear, he's showing you he loves you. Well, I don't think of him doing it. Yeah, he does. Anybody ever got a paddling from him? Mercy, it'll change your ways <laughs> to the way. And your works will get a lot better. Hallelujah. I pray we are doing so much good, we don't have time to do bad. I said, I pray we're doing so much good that we don't have time to do bad. I'm trying to get ready and close here. Exodus 25, verse 8 and 9. And let them make me a sanctuary. And let them make me a sanctuary that I may dwell among them according to all that I shew thee after the, everybody said, pattern of the tabernacle and the pattern of all the instruments thereof. Even so shall you make it. Israel was commanded to construct a sanctuary according to a certain pattern. Come on. Come on. That's why there are certain things that are put in place in this church because we have got a pattern, Brother Terry, to follow. If we're going to make it to heaven, we're going to have to live holy. And, 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 and we've got to move all those unholy obstacles out of the way because that's not a part of our way. Our way is to be a clear way when we get through. Oh, oh, yes. In your works, in your works, you demonstrate your commitment. In your works, you demonstrate. You don't have to demonstrate anything to, to take the way. That just means that your judgment's right right now. My mindset is right. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Glory. But in your works, you demonstrate your commitment. Works tells of your relationship with God. 
you can tell people that's not really committed because their prayer life's not right, their Bible reading's not right, their church attendance isn't right. If you've got the way straightened out and you're doing some works, all of those three things will be in line because I guarantee you, everyone that walks through pastor's office in one of these three areas, they're deficient if they're having problems. Mm -hmm. Sir? Oh, yes. Leviticus 18 and 5. Ye shall therefore keep my statutes and my judgments, which if a man do, he shall live in them, and I am the Lord. Doing what God commands brings life upon a person. If you want to die quick, do what God don't want you to do. Reference only, and I'm trying to close down. Reference only, Exodus 23, 14, 16. Three times a year, the children of Israel was commanded. Everybody said commanded. To celebrate the blessings of the Lord. The feast of unleavened bread. The feast of harvest or first fruits. The feast of ingathering. They were commanded. Everybody said commanded. We're commanded to worship. We're commanded to praise Brother Terry. It's a part of our makeup if we're a Christian. If we're committed, it's a part of us. And if we're not doing this, then we're not where we should be. We are commanded to celebrate the blessings of the Lord. That's praise. This is works. This is what we must do. Somebody said, it's a debt. Come on. It's a debt. Praise and worship is a debt. It's works. We got to do it. Proverbs 22, 6. Train up a child in the way he should go, and when he is old, he will not depart from it. That don't mean that he won't turn around and go the other way. That means what you have instilled in his mind will never, ever leave his mind. I have seen, I've heard of men that could sit on the bar stool but don't say anything about my Pentecostal mama because those is fighting words. I know it's real. Don't tell me that's not real. I know that's real. Parents, it's up to you. Brother Mason, you can come. It's up to you to show your children the right path. You can't make them do the works, but you can show them the right path. It's your obligation. You must do that. And now we've come down to all this stuff that I've got here this morning. You can stand. And I'm going to open this altar up. And some of you this morning are in my midst that's got some things in your way. There's a work you're going to have to do because for you to make it to heaven, let's say this is heaven, for you to make it here, you may be headed down the right way, but the right way is not an easy way. There is things in your path. Church, I want you to move things out of the way, on your way to this altar that are keeping you from having a clear vision of heaven. Now, I'm going to tell you, some of those things are heavy. 
Some of you may grab a hold of something that's a little heavy. You know what we're, we're used to doing? We want to grab the little things. Well, that looks easy. I'll do that. You know, there is more truth to that saying, Pastor, that we've said for years, no pain, no gain. It's painful to work your way back after surgery. That's Sister McGee. She's not made it yet. I helped her carry her burden this week. I pushed her around in a wheelchair so she wouldn't have to walk so much. I became her horse. Of course, I have it. But there comes a time. Nobody can do it for you. I stand here as a bishop watching this church grow from five people. A lot of hard work and prayer. A lot of works. I didn't do it alone. People helped me. There have been a many a time And I would have liked to took a young person and just lifted up and carried him. It's in my heart. I love all you young people. You are precious. I love all you elders and all you in between too. Pam, I'm glad to see you this morning. I've nurtured this little girl along the way. She's always been a bishop's little girl. Brother Zach McGee, you've always wanted to be one of my little guys, and now you're growing up. Brother Tyler, you was once my little guy. Once my little guy. Alex, you was once my little guy. Come think of it, you know, son, you were once my little boy. Brother Mason, you was once my little piano player. Oh, that's changed now. These have moved a lot of things out of the way. There's been a lot of works going on. I thank God that they made it to where they are. But some of you I'm worried about that you move up and it seems like you slip black. Say, God, please, God. Oh, I wish I could just pick them up and carry them. Yet, I've showed you the way. I've ministered to you all these years and I've showed you the way. But I can't do the works for you. And this morning, and if you'll just be honest, and, 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 I'll, and, and, and adults, I know I'm... I know I really have to call these are my children now adults, but I don't want to. They're still my little kids. Sarah, you're still my little Sarah. You always will be. Sam, you're still my little girl. Sorry. Tosh, you're still my pretty little girl. 
Yeah, Jenny, I love you too. She's wondering why everybody always picks on her. It's because they love her. Andrew, I can remember when you was my little guy. Boy, has that ever changed. Second thought, I don't want to carry him. So I'm going to tell you, Brother Andrew, the works are yours. I'm getting serious because I don't want nobody to miss. Sarah, we've come too far, huh? It's been a long journey, but the truth is, it's a shorter trip home than it is back. It'd be harder to go back than to go home. Sam, I don't care what stands in your way. Hey, all of us have made a mistake or mistakes. I can say mistakes, bushels of them. Don't let any mistake keep you from making it. It'll be worth every mile of the trip. Sister Shauna, I've always counted you one of my own. Don't give up, girl. I'm going to keep on encouraging you. I'm going to say, Shauna, you can make it. Jenny, you can make it. You and Heath has got some works to do. Brother Mike and Sister Brenda, it's not over. There's still a fight to fight. Don't you dare to let obstacles stand in your way of making it. Sister Ashley, I just might as well speak to you what I feel. Don't you dare to let life steal your promise. You are that same young lady that played the keyboard. Oh, I'm feeling Holy Ghost. You are still, you are still that person. Brother Andrew, you're still that person that loves to help children. It's in your blood. Don't let nothing steal that from you. Jenny, you come to church and you found you a mate. Don't ever let go of that mate. You stick together. You know there's no telling what God would do with you and Brother Heath. Brother Terry, you and I kind of walked the road. I've, I've worked on automobiles. You was called to fix things. You have no idea what God has got in store for your family and the things that you could help fix. I'm not talking mechanically. I'm talking spiritually. You can be a witness, a great witness. Rex, you're not here by accident. You didn't even believe in a God. But one night in this church you felt it and you knew it was real. Sister Kathy, it's not by surprise that you're here. God brought you here. 
Dale, I'm glad you're here. Keith and Lexi, it's not by accident that you're here. God brought you here for a purpose. And if you'll allow him and you'll do the works, he'll fulfill the purpose. I'm feeling Holy Ghost. Isn't it amazing that two young people that had a hard life, what an easy life for either one to use. Before you come to church at God, you led you to this place that you could once receive peace and have peace. Oh. What I want you to do is on your way to the altars, give, give the young people, give the youth a chance. I know, don't, don't be bashful. I don't want you all to think that well, we're looking at you and think you're terrible because I could grab a whole aisle of these and drag them because I, I know the way, but I'm not committed. I'm not... I'm not fully committed, neither are you. I want you to grab something. I want you to pull it to this altar. And I want you to lay it here. And I want you to pray and give it up. All right. This altar is open. Thank you for listening. If you would like more information about our services and activities, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter with the username FACMC. Again, that's FACMC. Thank you and have a blessed day.